0: Like the human body doesn't know how far it can push itself. And when we're feeling tired, it's an emotion that's coming out, not actually us pushing that hard.
1: Welcome to the Happy Feet Podcast. I'm Dave McMillan. I'm here with Cam Ultra Trois on this rainy, rainy day. It is. And the special guest this week is Shona Barber. Welcome.
0: Thank you. This is good. I haven't done a podcast before, so I've done a lot of curling interviews, but oh. I haven't done a podcast, well, so this is good.
1: Just like
2: a curling interview. Yeah. In <laughs> this elaborate studio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Similar
0: to TSN interview. I guess. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh, the first question we've been asking everyone is, tell us about your last run. And it... <laughs> okay
0: well I'm sitting here sweaty and with a red face so um, my last run was like 15 minutes ago and I've been running outside but like Cam said it's pouring rain today so I ended up at the um, field house running track Um, forgetting that masks are still mandatory Um, so I just did 8k uh, mostly wearing my mask um at the running track so that was my last run <laughs> how nice. many
2: laps is 8 kilometers at that track
0: um well i do it in groups of 5 so i'll run for walk one um so i must have done that 7 times cuz i think four laps is a kilometer
1: pretty uh, approximately pretty well. yeah, yeah.
0: I've heard some people sort of go back and forth that the measurements are right or not quite right. So I always think about four laps as a kilometer, yeah. just under maybe.
1: If you've got a lot of people on the track and you're zigzagging, that's a little bit too. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a
0: kilometer. So that was my last run okay. 15 minutes ago. And how did it go? Uh, it was good. I hadn't gone for um a few days because I've been traveling to the small communities, so it was good to get back out there although i was hoping to be outside
1: <laughs> yes, do. so when you travel to the communities do you get to run there or
0: yeah like i have before and usually and this is the same in almost all communities cuz i work a lot in the small communities is usually the running route is to the airport and back <laughs> 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 almost always and you can get I I don't know about a good five or six k, and if you just decide to run out to the airport and back, and I find that even usually in, there's a couple of people that are sort of active in the community, and then they usually try to do to the airport and back. It's sort of the nice the lingo for small community <laughs> activities. <laughs> do Do
1: you have any uh, preferred uh, r- routes out there? Is there like um, any community that stands out? Um. Which has worse flies? Yeah, the
0: one to McPherson for in Fort McPherson is pretty good. That was a community I traveled to a lot, and you can. It has a nice running route because you can, uh, if you start in town, you can actually run along the bank of the Peel River a little bit. Oh, cool! um, Before you head uh, out to the highway, and then if you actually go past the airport in Fort McPherson, you'll get right to the Peel River and the ferry crossing. Yeah, so they call it eight miles.
1: Yeah. Um, is that all on road or is that like trail too?
0: Um, the part in town along the uh, Peel River bank is a trail. Okay. Um, but then once you get out of town, you're just on the Dempster Highway. Nice. Yeah, cool. yeah. So it's pretty. I've had some good um, loops around there before. So, and there's some good runners out there too. And it's actually they in McPherson they do um, triathlons quite often. Um, so that's sort of the bike route is out to the highway and. Oh,
2: cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where so do they swim? Nice.
2: A lake?
0: Um, all the triathlons in the Beaufort Delta, the swimming part is canoe racing. Oh. oh. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> Still a triathlon. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's bike, run, and then canoe race. Oh. So, which I'm hoping we'll talk about a little bit after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah.
0: That's or we pick. segue into <laughs> racing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, like, can you take us back? When did you get started? Like when did, how long have you been running or you don't have to tell us how long, but when did you start running?
0: Yeah. So I actually, I was thinking about that running tonight is sort of because I like, I grew up in Yellowknife. I went to uh, Sissons, William McDonald, Sir John. And I was never, like, a big athlete in school. And I thought about that when I was running the other day at the William McDonald um, track. Like, I was out there kind of getting a feel for it for the six-hour run. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, I have horrible memories of this place. (laughs) Like, I remember in William McDonald, they used to make us do, like... I think it's a 2K run, which is like down to the fire hall and was to the we called it Wink's, the corner store, and then back to Taylor road. Like in gym class, you had to do that. And if everyone wasn't back in 20 (laughs) minutes, the class would get in trouble. Uh, But inevitably, people would stop into Wink's convenience store and buy junk food along the (laughs) way. So it was always like trying to get the class to like, finish in the 20 minutes, which I think that's 2k. But Um, I'm not sure. That
1: sounds about right. Yeah.
0: But I was out at that track, like I said, the other day, and I was thinking, I would never have run this in junior high school. Like, just no interest in sort of, like, formal, organized sports. I was always curling, but I wasn't, like, a basketball player. I never went to the Hay River Track and Field Championships or anything like that. So when i started running i'm thinking it's about like 2010 and i started in anuvik it might have been before that actually but i started in anuvik and it was with a person named roy clark i don't know if you guys know, know Roy? Uh, no, yeah. No, no. He's from Yellowknife and a really good runner. Like he would be, he's retired down in Gimli, Manitoba now. Okay. But like Roy was a great runner and always, always, and he would have been in his 60s when he was in a And he's the one that got me mm-hmm. out running. And I signed up for the Midnight Sun Fun Run 5K and I later found out that Roy's only goal was to get me across the finish line.
1: <laughs> did you <I> succeed? <laughs>
0: yeah. So we did the 5K. I think it was about 37 or 38 minutes, which is still my running time to this day. <laughs> so I might have gotten a bit better runner and just a bit older as it goes on. But that was my first running. And I liked it as soon as I started and I've tr- kind of tried to keep up
1: with it. Nice. I I find a lot of people, uh, when asked, like, how they get into that, there's always someone that, like, pulls them into it, or someone that's, like, the gateway drug into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Roy had
0: run, I think Roy had done track and field in high school or something, like, and if people are listening who have lived in Yellowknife a long time, I think they would really know Roy, so, mm-hmm. yeah, he was fun to run with, and. I always like running with chatty people because I'm not a talker when I run, so it's good when you have somebody that's good enough they can talk to you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good stuff.
1: So you enjoy that, and ever ever since you have just been keeping at it.
0: Yeah, and then I just keep running, and I mean I'm not fast. I'm I always say slow and steady, and I I don't yeah. have a lot of like knowledge or. Um like I feel it there's a couple sort of things I try to keep pace on and I usually run 9 walk 1 or run 8 walk 2 and um my big goal for the 6 hour run is to try to do 4 to 7 k an hour so whether I can just like keep walking steady mm-hmm. or then have a good pace for me is the 7k in an hour. So, and I'm happy with that.
1: Yeah. 7k, that would work out to be almost exactly 42 uh, kilometers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll just back up here for a second. You you signed up for the six hour run. (laughs) Yes. That's a lot more than a (laughs) 5k. Yeah. So is this the biggest run you've ever done or?
0: Um, the two big runs I've done, like I've done a lot of 10Ks and then I've done the Dawson City half marathon. Okay. Um, so I've done one half marathon and that's an awesome half marathon. I think they still have, well, with COVID it would be postponed, but um, if anyone ever looks into it, it's a great run because they take you down the highway and then, um, so it's a straight run back into Dawson City. Um, so it's a really good run. So I've done the Dawson City half. And then I think, Cam, you and I have talked, because I've also done the Klondike Road Relay.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Which oh, I think cool. people
0: from Yellowknife have... have um, yeah, a few people. Yeah, like have the gone which over there. Which leg did you get to do? So I've done leg eight. Um, but I actually, uh, like I started at the starting line, yeah like with my team, and then stayed up all night with them, and then ended oh. up doing leg eight
1: that event sounds like a lot of fun, yeah,
0: so <laughs> you end up <laughs> leg eight eight is sort of like roll it's the second last leg and it's oh. kind of rolling hills mm-hmm. and then when you pat you get to an intersection near Whitehorse and you pass off the fob, and the next person does um miles canyon, yeah, yeah, so it's um an eighteen k leg so lots of hills yeah of... <laughs> yeah you're sort of going up and down so yeah. but it's nice it's... and you I mean I, we weren't a fast team and I ran it well they kind of stagger the start based on your times Um but it was probably about like nine in the morning that I ran it so it's a nice time Okay. but you're we're... running it with no sleep <laughs> really because you've been cheering on your teammates all night so that
1: yeah. that oh, yeah that part sounds like the the fun part just like <laughs> it, you'd have like a support van going from leg to leg and delivering yeah. water to the yeah owners. and then
0: you have the you have a support vehicle lots of people have motorhomes and then there's the memorable legs on it is like it's nice to be like number one because the steam locomotive goes off and then oh, well, you the leave right from Skagway <laughs> so number yeah. one is fun
2: until then there's the, the hill.
0: steep hill, <laughs> yeah. which I think is like four. And you just, I realized you just need a good walk, walker on this hill. Because <laughs> yeah. unless you're an elite runner, you're not, no one's running it. Yeah. Um, and then people like the leg where you cross the border. I yeah,
2: that. that one says leg. Cool. Like,
0: yeah, people like it's that one. downhill, quote unquote. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's
1: a lot of hills, but... It's also really dark and and you can't even see what you're doing. So that one's like the middle middle of night? Yeah, that that. one is.
0: So when you cross the border, like the rules say you have to be in your vehicle and you have to be fully dressed. And there's all these rules (laughs) for crossing because... It used to be that, because people have hot tubs, like they bring everything. Oh, yeah. And there's they're like, you cannot be sitting in a hot tub when you cross the border. <laughs> the hot
2: tub time machine. Yeah. People, yeah. Yeah.
0: So there's all these rules for crossing the border. But um, how, Cam, you can correct me if I say this wrong, but um, if there's nine people on your team, there needs to be eight people in the vehicle, but then nine passports. So the runner can just run right through the border, but the team presents um, the passport is my yeah they of it.
2: S- they had some odd rules. Uh, I was after that, so I was on the princess leg. Oh, so right. Austin ran across and then gave me the fob, but that's after,
0: right after the border.
2: So I didn't see that part, but we had various support vehicles. So yeah. a few people supported there and then they went home. And then we didn't do it with a motorhome.
0: Oh yeah.
2: So and then I was with one other person, and then so we supported each other, and then we kind of supported somebody else, and then we, we went home. Oh. So <laughs> we weren't we weren't cheering everybody on. Uh, yeah. We got up to car, cars. I forget. Or Carmax. Carmax. Or,
1: Car-Max. Yeah. or then, not
0: Carmax. No, no, no. Carmax is the
1: city down there. Oh okay. So they got like a um, celebration at the end? Is there like yeah, a supper or something? Oh no. Well, or um, party or, there was uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, there was like a dance and stuff that evening yeah, with we, live music and stuff.
2: We had kids. Yeah, Oh, what yeah. a downer.
1: <laughs> but
0: a couple years before that, there was a team, uh, from Anuvik. like that. Maybe let's say 2015 or something. There was a team from Anuvik that won the corporate ca- um category. Oh, cool, yeah, like they were quite a oh. running race, yeah, or a running team, nice, yeah, yeah, they did really well,
1: but it's an exciting race, I like yeah. that one, yeah, I have to put that on my list, mm. the yeah, it's fun. I would go do <laughs> it
0: again too, and there's um we uh I grew up with the Cooey family, and um the white horse part of that family, they're real serious runners. And Chester Kelly is the um Chester Kelly and Fred Cooey are brothers, but Chester has run every leg oh,
2: of oh. That.
0: Huh. yeah, they're sort of a real Yukon running family, and he's run the Boston Marathon oh, and wow. a bu- bunch of things, but um How many legs there's are there? like, I think there's 10. nine or is there ten
2: maybe ten, yeah, yeah, because you were on leg like nine, right oh I thought I was eight, hmm.
0: but I know I was the second last, so I could have the number wrong, but. Ah, uh, Chester Kelly's a great runner. He, there's still good runners, but he's run every leg of it, yeah. which not very. I don't think very many people uh, have that.
1: You get your name on a trophy win. when you do that too. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, cool. do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, well, that's like a decade of running, and yeah. yeah, or you do it all in one go. You can, oh my! Oh like my God,
0: there's people who've done that. Yeah. Oh, I can't <laughs> imagine.
1: When when did you hear about the like? How did you decide to join up for this? Why did you decide to join up for this? <laughs> Well, I'm trying to figure this out. There's like 50 some people signed up. I
0: noticed that the other day. It's a huge (laughs) number of people that are signed up. Um, There were a few reasons I did it is I wanted to have, I like having a goal to keep you going. Mm -hmm. And I also really like, um, like endurance, long, like I said, sort of slow and steady. I know some people are going to go hard. For 2012 or 24 (laughs) hours. But I just felt like it's something. I like those longer hours. And you're shutting your mind off. And I like getting lost in those kind of activities. So
2: You will be lost. Are you doing the track or the free bird?
0: Um, I'm going to do free bird. But my plan is to do free bird. Up to maybe like do 50 minutes of free bird. And then maybe catch my breath for 10 minutes on the track. Yeah. And then sort of go off again and then go back to the Mm -hmm. track near each hour is kind of my plan of attack. But.
2: You're doing the 2K Willy Mac loop?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not stopping for junk food along the way. That's
2: your pit stop. <laughs> your support crew. Yeah, I'll
0: have my support crew outside of the convenience
2: store. Just go store. pre-pay for all your snacks. <laughs> <laughs> have the gas attendant hand me things as I read yeah. by <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. it's exciting. It'll be nice to see you out there too. So Yeah.
0: And I think my friends and family are looking forward to it. I think people are gonna You're going join. To have a sport yeah, and I think people are gonna join up with me for at least a couple kilometers here and there throughout the day. And okay. I told my niece she can hop on her bike. And uh, yeah, yeah, cruise around with me a little bit and oh, stuff. So be fun. yeah.
1: How have you been training for this? Like, it's uh, it it's not gonna be a small feat. It's a <laughs> it's a huge goal and. Uh, yeah how do you prepare
0: yeah like i said i have a pretty wide goal of that like four to seven k an hour so and i actually put a post on facebook i think cam and i talked about it before is i wanted to enjoy the training process i didn't want to like not overdo it but i Mm -hmm. didn't i wanted to be training but not have it take over my life so like i'm on i think this is week 13 of training Um, but I'm just over 200 K. So I haven't, I mean, some people might snub their nose and say it's not enough mileage to put in, but I wanted, like I said, I wanted to enjoy it all. And Mm 16 K has been my longest run. And at the start 12 weeks ago, doing a three K at the track was a success for me. So it's Mm -hmm. been trying to enjoy it and build up and build up and it has been enjoyable so (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: important yeah when you're out there running what there's you need to enjoy it like if you're out there going for a run and it's miserable what's really what's the the point
0: (laughs) Mm. and I didn't want to have a whole bunch of training runs that were like 18 19 20k because I feel like I mean I probably should have again people listening might say well you needed to be doing that. But if if I was doing that then I think a goal would have just been signing up for a half marathon mm-hmm. this summer. Mm-hmm. Like and I would have met my goal and done a half marathon where I wanted this more. I keep using the term slow and steady. Um, <laughs> but it's true. It's but a different it, way. that's like what I wanted yeah. I wanted mm-hmm. to do it a little bit different. So the six hour thing I'm looking forward to it and super appreciative of
2: you guys organizing oh. it. Yeah. That's...
0: Yeah.
1: It's all cam. No, it's, it's
2: not all me. There's a whole bunch of people involved, but yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. And it is true on that one. You're going to have to go a bit slower than,
1: than you would on a Saturday run mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. What, what are y'all looking forward to afterward? Will, will you treat yourself? With...
0: Yeah. I'll be having a few drinks at the, <laughs> after the six hours. That's for sure. And, uh, one of my besties from Anuvik is uh, coming into town that weekend too. So, I'll grab her arm and twist her arm for a few drinks that night. (laughs) Very
2: nice. Yeah. I'm hearing burgers and drinks. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Brunch for me. Yeah,
0: yeah, for the 24
2: hours.
1: Where are some of your favorite places run around town?
0: Or places I avoid around town? (laughs) (laughs) My typical run, it's funny, is I drive to work. And I drive to work because if I go home after work, like if I walk home and get inside, I'm not going to go for a run. So what I do is I drive to work and then put my running gear on and I run right from my truck. And my loop, so as I work downtown, so my loop is sort of like the Taylor Road, William McDonald. Um Around uh, Finlayson.
1: That 2K loop really yeah. got stuck in yeah. Really made me depressed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I go through PTSD <laughs> as I run past <laughs> William Mack. No, I'm just kidding. Um, then I go down to Finlayson, so sort of downtown um, Forest Drive, Taylor Road, Finlayson Loop, uh, Range Lake, and then I get onto the Frame Lake Trail to the ledge and around. So that's kind of my. general loop right now so the places i avoid are the old town hill (laughs) (laughs) um and actually i ran old airport loop only once this year and i forgot how much of a angle it is um and i ended up my hip got really sore just because Mm. you're so like tilted left foot to right foot that's, that's true so i've decided i'm avoiding old airport loop like for the six hour run too
2: yeah
0: yeah but i think i ran on the wrong side of the, i was running on the like jackfish lake side so i think it's a bit more of a angle that you're running on maybe on the lower side of the it, it road, might be. but i could yeah. also be wimpy <laughs> but no it's,
1: it's, it is pretty
2: steep out there yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: oh. yeah, we've done to Madeline, and there's a bit of super elevation there too. And, yeah. and often I, I have to switch sides of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Or run backwards. Or run backwards. Oh gosh. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's just one hip sort of tilts down a lot more yeah. than the other, and I could really feel it. So
2: I've heard that some people get special orthotics just in order to handle that.
0: Like oh, wow. long
2: distance roadrunners we'll get eee. special shoes for that yeah, so it's just a little bit just a little bit different yeah but it makes a difference yeah
0: for sure my main sport is curling and curlers are known to have pretty unbalanced bodies so yeah especially with your slides it's <laughs> yeah always
1: the same way and
0: yeah, yeah so it's kind of what we're notorious for <laughs>
1: <laughs> do many curlers run <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good question actually I should put that on my Facebook page and see who's a runner because I don't know too many, I don't think. I mean, people probably run on the treadmill and stuff, but you don't hear too many doing the, like, marathons in the summer or anything. Mm.
2: What's interesting how curling has sort of turned into the sport of having a beer and a smoke (laughs) to uh, highly, highly, Mm. highly competitive and and you have to be a a premium athlete to do it, to to succeed. Mm both mentally and physically. Yeah. It's it's quite, it's changing so much. I,
0: this was, this past Scotty's was one of the first ones um, where I had my Fitbit on. And I noticed at the end of the day when I looked at it, I was burning about three, I think, or now I should go backwards. I was either burning 1,500 or 3,000 calories a game. Wow, (laughs) which is a huge amount of calories. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It must have been fifteen hundred, and then on two game days, I was seeing burning three thousand. But that's as a front end player (laughs) though, and somebody who's (laughs) sweeping all the time. But I was shocked at how many.
2: Well, I can get a, a thousand kilometers on a run, on an hour run. So, on a how long? Or a, is a thousand? It? Or a thousand? Yeah, calories. Uh, calories. Calories. Yeah. Or so a thousand a kilometers. kilometers. <laughs> yeah. That would be good. Yeah, <laughs> a, thousand. <laughs> a thousand calories on a on a one hour run. So oh, it, it yeah. doesn't. It makes sense because your games are two hours or yeah, hour, right? Yeah.
0: So. So, and that's going like full out, So, although I'm not one, of, obviously I'm not a top top curler, but. Well you're pretty tall. Yeah.
1: How many Scotties have you? Scotties. I think that's the definition of top curl. Yeah. Yeah, It's always it's
0: always the magic number. I think I've been to twelve Scotties and three juniors. Oh nice. Yeah, so and hopefully my career is now finished, I'm hoping. (laughs) Is it? I hope so. It was supposed to be over last year, so um I'm hoping that this year it is I'm finished, and then I can run more and (laughs) travel more. If it was
1: your last year, you had a kind of a nice way of uh, topping it off. Uh, We understand uh, you're awarded the athlete of the year, or the sport north.
0: Yeah, which I always have a little giggle at, so it was pretty nice um, uh, that last year I got the... female athlete of NWT female athlete of the year. But my friends and family remind me that it was the senior female <laughs> athlete of the year.
2: <laughs> we saw that and we were wondering. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so I'm the se- NWT senior female athlete of the year. So I think the junior athlete was, um, Ren Acorn, the oh, a speed, uh, skater. speed skater. So <laughs> I feel like based on that, I'm certainly the senior, um, of the athletes so yeah it was pretty that's, nice
2: that's pretty cool isn't it yeah quite the honor
0: yeah for sure
2: it must be really interesting when you're thinking about the track and, and high school and how you were mm. really not into sport and now you're like the athlete of the year yeah it's a big way to go <laughs>
0: and I often wonder like Cam you would know more because you have teenage kids but I often wonder like if things have changed in the schools because like at that time I wasn't basketball volleyball soccer but now as an adult I do curling yoga running and canoe racing which are all sports we weren't or I mean yoga is not a sport but
1: an activity it was all
0: and it was things we weren't ever introduced to in school and I just wonder now maybe kids are getting exposed to a little bit more I don't know but
2: yeah, I don't know. Those are... Yeah, they were things that we weren't introduced to in yeah. high school for me. I don't yeah. know. So I, It was all the core sports. Hockey yeah. and... Yeah. Where the the sport, popular things. Yeah,
0: and the sports that I've grown to love and have kind of had their longevity in my mm-hmm. life are things that weren't... Like, weren't available or presented to me at that time. So, yeah. yeah it's I I do think it's interesting. So, Yeah
1: it's kind of neat I, I'm sure it has changed like over the years like and do, do you think sports are becoming like more uh, accessible to uh, kids there, like I don't know I, I'm thinking back in the day like it would have been just like hockey and well not back in the day but <laughs> uh, <laughs> a hockey all over Canada Hockey's like yeah the more popular sport but it's it's an expensive thing to get into and so you think running is not <laughs>
0: <laughs> to get into? By comparison. Uh, you get some yeah. shoes, some
1: shorts, and that's, that's all you need to start out. Yeah, yeah Anything true. else is a bonus or a luxury?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could. I mean, that's why they say soccer is so popular around the world mm-hmm. um, is because it um, doesn't require a lot of equipment. So potentially running is similar. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's interesting, though you Can, uh, imagine canoe racing canoe racing yeah that's i've what?
0: talked to cam about it a little bit before oh. too is that really is like one of my main besides curling canoe racing is my main sport so which is not a sport in yellow Nights. no um but in the smaller communities it's a really big sport and it is why the six hour mm. race appealed to me so In the smaller communities, um, Anuvik, McPherson, Sigachik, Fort Good Hope, Aklavik, Mm -hmm. um, they have canoe races almost every weekend. You can travel around and I spent 15 years living up there and got into canoe racing and the community has a club um, that has canoes and you have practices and you're training and Then what the kids look forward to is indigenous games, North American indigenous games. So um, I coached the indigenous games team um, for the past, well, 2014, 2017, and then the 2020 games were canceled, um, but we were planning for those. So the sprint canoe racing is awesome in the small communities and I wish it was here. Um,
1: so you coach for the the canoe event or uh, yeah
0: for canoe, okay. the canoe team for uh, team NWT. and we're a good team. We've won tons of medals and we're sort of the province to beat at um, indigenous games. So nice. yeah, it's the kids have been awesome and they're great athletes and um, it's nice that the kids push us too. But the main event that I've done is the Yukon River Quest. Um, which is a mar- what's called marathon canoe racing, um, and the Yukon River Quest uh, goes from Whitehorse to Dawson, and it's one of the top ten endurance races in the world. Oh wow!
1: Um, what's, what what yeah. type of canoe is it? Is it like a, uh, is it just you and the canoe, or is it a team? Or
0: so for marathon racing, I race tandem canoe, so too. Um, people in the canoe and if you look at the canoe it looks like a regular canoe but there are some uh, specifics about it but you can do the Yukon River Quest in tandem solo kayak uh, voyager with a big team or you can now do it stand-up paddleboard oh. so it's 750 kilometers <laughs> on, a um, on a stand-up paddleboard and people <laughs> do it But it's the, when you research, or when you look at the biographies for the stand-up paddleboarders, it's literally the best in the world. (laughs) Like, it's guys that have done, like, I should think they've gone from, like, Vancouver to Hawaii, or, like, it's ridiculous feats they've done on a stand-up paddleboard, yeah.
1: (laughs) I, I just got... Uh, oh. My first stand-up <laughs> paddleboard this weekend. So, <laughs> Ashley, if you're listening, start training. <laughs> book a uh, flight. Yeah, book a spot. Well, you can go
0: to Whitehorse now. They just opened the Yukon, right? <laughs> so you can go to Whitehorse. So,
1: seven hundred fifty kilometers. Yeah. How long's that taking a canoe?
0: So, it like seven hundred fifty k. If you do that as a holiday, it's a two-week trip.
1: Oof, um okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I forget the... There's cutoffs in the River Quest, but if you can race that in 55 hours, it kind of puts you in... Like in canoe racing, if you can say you've done the River Quest in under 55 hours, it's a good feat. And in 2014, my time was 52 hours. Yeah, so I did it under... Did did you sleep? Or was it nonstop? (laughs) So how it works is... um, you go uh, Whitehorse to CarMax, um, which for me was about a 24-hour period, and that's non-stop. Yeah, which we can talk about that in terms of the okay. run, too. So,
1: this- so that's
0: non-stop. <laughs> then it's a mandatory um, eight-hour stop. So you have a support team there. You pretty much just go to bed, and they do everything for you. Okay. Then you go again, and you have a three-hour stop, and then... Uh, you're into Whitehorse. So it's grueling. Like, it took me almost a year to recover from mm. that race. I had pushed myself so hard in it. but
1: That's incredible. Yeah,
0: yeah. and that's where I learned. That's, again, the six-hour race appealed to me because I like that long, just that period where your mind just goes into another space and... It's I it's a sort of euphoric or whatever the word is feeling and do,
1: do, I like that. Do you, I've heard of the runner's high.
0: Yeah. Do, do you,
1: have you experienced runner's high or?
0: Well, the closest and is there
1: a canoe? canoe a canoe high. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's a lot of hallucinations that go on out there. I'll tell, I don't know if they say that about ultra running or not. But one joke I always heard and it happened to me is the joke of the river quest is you start to see mickey mouse and it a hundred percent it happens to you and you don't even realize it but how my hallucination started is it must have been at least an hour and i had been watching train tracks there were train tracks that were running alongside the river and i would see Because, I mean, you're in the Klondike and Mm -hmm. I would see the train tracks would break off and they had fallen into the river. And I said to my partner, I said, it's so amazing that we're out here on this river and the train tracks and the history. And he said, Shona, there's no train tracks out here. What
2: were they? It was
0: all me hallucinating it. And I saw them all and I saw train tracks and the cabins in the woods and... No cabins. No cabins. No. <laughs> no no train tracks and um yeah, and it really after that twenty four hour like you do start to hallucinate and that was um pushing your body to the absolute limit so and
1: that's that yeah. has to be a tough thing to dial in. Like because you would never train for twenty four hours straight. But how do you how do you figure out like that set into that pace where you're able mm-hmm. to go that long because you can't go too hard or you burn yourself out and
0: yeah you can't go
1: too slow because you i'm sure you're yeah for and that you're time. having
0: to get through checkpoints yeah. and like i thought i'm liking where this conversation's going so <laughs> if you told me to go down to old town with my canoe and paddle around latham island as hard and fast as i can mm-hmm. that is what i did for 24 hours without stopping my paddle never came out of the water. You eat with one hand. There was no stopping and I've read and again, listeners can agree or disagree I've read with endurance sports, and I'm curious if this is going to happen with the twenty four hour race is I've read that fatigue is an emotion, not a physical um a physical trait. So when we feel that we're tired, mm-hmm. like the human body doesn't know how far it can push itself. And when we're feeling tired, it's an emotion that's coming out, not actually us pushing that hard. And I never, I've never, i read articles and I never believed it until I did the River Quest. And yeah. when I look back on that now, how is that possible? That for 24 hours... Yeah. I went as hard as I physically could, like, and by the end of it, my body had reached its limits, like there were crazy things that my fingernails fell off, and oh. <laughs> I mean it's yeah. it's you can't even feed yourself, your arms aren't moving to even put a fork on that's like you push pushed yourself to the absolute limit or um it's a a female thing, but even. Like I, I wasn't like scheduled to get my period during that time, but by the end of the race, I had my period because I think your body, for a female, it's your body is going into this shock sort of. But I honestly don't think we know what our bodies are capable of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even
0: running for twenty four hours, if you said that to people, how is that possible?
2: Yeah. Like really. <laughs> yeah it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make sense (laughs) but
0: you're pushing through something and that's where I think it's an emotion again listeners can disagree (laughs) or agree or think I'm crazy but you see these feats that people do Mm -hmm. and I mean people have raced the river quest faster than me they've I mean you read about ultras all the time but like how how does the body do that
1: yeah like It's hard to imagine but it it does uh, people do it. Yeah. So I think so
0: it's pushing through somehow. Getting
1: so getting through something like that does it must give you a bit more perspective on like how big or small challenges really are. So like mm-hmm. this six hour run probably seems like a small <laughs> thing compared to that.
0: <laughs> it will I mean. right now, but it won't but on the twenty sixth. For someone
1: like me who has never done more than like well i I guess i yeah i've never come close to a six hour (laughs) anything so uh just trying to picture that alone is a crazy challenge in itself but
0: yeah but i think you and cam you might comment because through your plans but you break it into little segments and on the river quest we broke everything into half hours Mm -hmm. so our we had a timer that would go off every 30 minutes Mm -hmm you would have a little bag of food that you had to eat. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, I think you and I have talked, is at 30 minutes on the River Quest, you had to eat that bag of food. And if the chocolate almonds looked yummy, but the hard-boiled egg didn't look <laughs> yummy, you had to eat that whole thing because yeah. that combination that of <laughs> sugar, salt, and protein was going to get you through that half hour. Yeah, And you tried to get through that half hour... And then you refueled and you tried to get through another half hour and <laughs> I feel like the was that the so, six hour race is kinda similar is I have my plan, four to seven K every hour. Go be a free bird as I can, come back, <laughs> recharge at the track and yeah. and it just you break it down and it all of a sudden it's
2: So you have your happens. food planned out per hour and, and that too you're doing that? Um
0: now? I wouldn't say I'm planned right now, but I'm going to follow the same. My mom had done a ton of research for the River Quest, and the secret to that was salt. Yeah. A huge amount of salt. We. I think I ate a whole jar of dill pickles in that. Oh, I keep saying pickles. At 24 hours. <laughs> And nope. I still say that's what saved me. But there's books on it, the Tour de France guys and
1: yeah, you guys and your pickles. And you don't like. We've it. been hearing uh, ramen, oh. no- ra- ramen noodles. Ramen noodles, yeah, I got. Oh some. yeah, but I guess that's kind of hard to cook up on the Yeah. Canoe. Yeah.
0: But at the at midnight, though, once I did twelve hours, I had a thing of chicken, thermos chicken noodle soup, and oh, a Coke. Hmm. That was my twelve hour sort of treat so it could be the same theory as ramen noodles but it's getting they say if people are crashing it's usually lack of salt because people don't think of that with their fuel Mm -hmm. but again there's more experts than me out there but that (laughs) was what we found is um like to have a big salt intake Mm -hmm. and i mean you can see it on runners and not just runners but endurance athletes like their hats and stuff if you're somebody who gets those white um salt stains or even after a run if you scrape Mm -hmm. your fingernail on your face and you can feel the salt the more you can do like I can really feel salt come out of me and some people lose more salt than others and Mm -hmm. um so I'm I'll be eating salty food on the 26 but yeah. and i always thought that your electrolytes just replaced that but apparently it
2: doesn't so mm, okay yeah i'm thinking salt tablets or bacon <laughs> we have the oh, bacon at a bacon stand yeah
0: really mm-hmm.
2: yeah i got it well bacon is expensive too and so. you'd
0: rather eat that than dill pickles oh
2: my god i can't eat anything pickled <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i would rather eat just a little pack of salt and some water than yeah you know, no yeah well, we have some pringles Oh, yeah, chips. Um, yeah, and, uh, and If people, somebody can get you some fat burger fries, the skinny fries. Oh, it's, yeah. That's 300 calories. Or it's 270. Oh, And, and get them extra salty. Uh, yeah.
1: Can you do that? Is that illegal? Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> At the River
0: Quest, we took, um, we had Doritos. Somebody had told us that there's something about Doritos. I guess that's an endurance athlete thing, too, is no? people like dill pickles, Doritos. Okay. But then other things it was like hard boiled eggs, um pickles, chocolate almonds and then my mom did a lot of things in those like mini muffin trays so it would be like sort of a yam and date sort of muffin but in those little tiny things so you're just popping oh. them in your mouth or like a quiche that's in a mini muffin so oh, nice. yeah so
1: and the uh, yeah. I used to watch the Tour de France every once in a while. Uh, you, you would see them like mid race, like downing a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just uh...
0: yeah, Let's
2: fast sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got mashed potatoes too. Oh, yeah. I've heard potatoes.
0: that. Yeah. It's so
2: weird, but it, it really is good.
0: Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do think the secret is like your salt intake. So, no. yeah.
2: So, I'm curious how you trained for the mental on that 24 hours. I know the the food is, is an easy thing to research and yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to research, but how on earth do you train for the mental to to get through that?
0: I mean, with curling, we've done a lot of work with sports psychologists and mental trainers, but I think you just get in this other realm or something where you're not even, really thinking about anything like or I feel that even if like tonight I ran 8k the first two you're just like dying and you think it's never gonna be over but then you your mind sort of goes other places and I don't know you I've never had a trouble with the mental side of things it just sort of flows and I get a calmness in me and yeah nice
1: did you ever use a mantra or I think I can I think (laughs) uh
0: not that's slow and steady. I use that a lot and I actually just bought a new canoe this summer and I was thinking I should name it slow and steady. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing I've learned and my curling team will say this about me too is after doing the river quest, I had no concept of time anymore. (laughs) Like if I have to wait at an airport for hours It means nothing to me now Where before you're kind of like Oh my god I have four hours What am I going to do But time just You're just there with your thoughts And it doesn't Affect me anymore to, And
2: To this day
0: Yeah to this day And huh? I still Like I mean I know six hours But <laughs> I just I don't even Really think about it So Yeah
2: if I can relate uh, I did the 12 hour last year and at the end of it, I was tired. I was yeah. worn out and I had trained only up to that point. But but it felt like three hours. Yeah. Like, that's like a three hour run. And yeah. Like, no, it's 12. Felt well, yeah. like three. Yeah, so. your
0: mind just goes somewhere else.
1: So. Yeah. No, That's really cool.
2: Yeah.
0: And the with the I'm gonna ask
1: you that after the twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> Did it feel like <laughs> three? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I saw my Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah.
0: You might on that twenty four. I might just be dressed
2: in a costume. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: Yeah, you hear it. There's lots of like stories of that because yeah, you're my you've just pushed yourself so hard. Yeah, Yeah, maybe the 24-hour racers will feel that
1: too. We'll see. That'll be a little bit of sleep deprivation at that point because you'll be up since like 5 the following morning. That's over 24 hours. Yeah. So
2: how many pairs of shoes you got for your race? You could just use one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have two, but I was telling you guys before, I'm getting a blister on one of my feet, so... I might experiment here a little bit before, and I might even see if a couple old pair of shoes have a few more kilometers in them, so... <laughs> yeah. I always use syconis, though.
1: Yeah. So, uh, that's my favorite brand. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I've always used, and it's funny because I have a narrow foot, but people say those are good for wide feet, but I've always liked them, so... I'm actually reading the... Um, the book Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Phil Knight, right now, which is um, the Nike founder. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a like pretty a good book. Or... Yeah, it's called Shoe Dog. That's my <laughs> reading recommendation. Yeah, it's a good book. It goes through all in the sixties and the seventies about. Yeah, it's a good book actually. i have almost finished it.
2: Oh. I wonder sometimes if shoes just they just keep changing them to different ones that they've already done. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> Like saying, oh, it's new and improved and uh, it's really just something they did before. How would we know? But Yeah. Well, it allows uh, to
1: make the, them thicker. The newer ones, though, like they are kind of arced or almost yeah. like a half moon shape. They're yeah, a bit ravenous. more of a... Yeah. You can beat that out of them pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, uh, I don't know where I've seen the picture, but it'll show like all the old shoes used at the Boston Marathon for oh, the yeah. years. And like at one point, it's like they were almost like they're old tennis shoes, like they're completely flat and yeah. stiff. And then at one point in time it almost just looked like dress shoes.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like wood on the bottom and <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's neat. But even some of that in that shoe dog book, like that's I think like in the late sixties and early seventies, that's pretty much what um like what was coming over from Japan and then Nike. Oh. kind of like the early nikes i think one was called the cortez nike cortez and i forget the name of the other one but then i googled it and it is just like a flat court shoe essentially
2: it's funny how uh shoes what i'm noticing now that i'm into running is that you'll see all the elite athletes are like oh hoka one Onis. they're the ones you want and they're all getting them and then then that just sort of leads into all the uh, sub elites, and then eventually us. Yeah, <laughs> it goes down. And then they get the new shoes, and then it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: what's popular at that time? Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I think that was great. Yeah. No, My only... <laughs> million stories.
0: <so. laughs> no, it's the other side of things, and I mean, I just love sport, and it. I love the mental side of it. I love the physical side, mm. and like I said, pushing yourself into this, the other level of things and the regiment behind it like i i just love all that and talking about it and yeah and then we all try our best to see if we can execute (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great
2: that that is the big challenge yeah (laughs)
0: thank you very much actually i'll leave on this one story because it's the one that cam always asked me about is me training on the ice road in And so that was from an old canoe racer um, named Frank Edwards, which some people might know. And um, Frank is Gwich'in, and he did all the big canoe races up and down the Mackenzie, which I think is actually celebrating. Um, it's an anniversary of that race. But anyways, Frank always believed that your body would just go until it's told to stop. So the idea was if you know you're going to run 5k or i'm going to run 30 minutes mm-hmm. your body just knows that and at 28 minutes you'll get tired so frank what frank would do and he was a believer in this is that he would bring me down to the ice road in a and then just let me go. And he wouldn't tell me when he when he was going to pick me up. So it might have been an hour. It might have been four hours. And I'd have my fanny pack with food. And I, I mean, if I was going four or five hours, he'd come out and check on me. But it was usually because he'd take the dog back home and leave me out on the ice road. But that was his belief is if your body didn't know when the finish was going to be, it would just keep going at... Like that slow and steady pace and um so that was I had told you that um story at one point and I think it kinda of stuck with yeah, I like that so one. yeah. But Just, those are those old time canoe racers in the small communities and he swore to, by yeah. oranges. He always said you need to need to eat oranges, oranges, oranges and that's <laughs> I guess what made them win the big the Aklavik team won the centennial race and I guess it was the oranges that got through it so yeah yeah no
1: that's really neat yeah that's how probably how you did so well on the 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 Yukon quest
0: yeah (laughs) and hopefully for the six hour one
1: one of the the
2: good things is we're not having a clock so if you look at your watch that's your that's on you
0: but, okay,
1: but after a while, you may want to look just so yeah. you don't go over. And for the hours. yeah, if it, if it's starting to get a little bit dark,
0: yeah, <laughs> well, you got finished. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that's a good story and, Um
2: I like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: is your body just will keep going. So.
2: I, I like how he picked up the dog.
0: Oh, yeah, and he'd he <laughs> Min- the dog. Yeah, 45 minutes later, I see the car coming, so I think <laughs> I'm done, but it's just so the dog can hop in and yeah. go back to town for oatmeal or something.
1: <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't know what this is, but I'm ready, <laughs> I
1: guess. Welcome to the bonus round. <laughs> we we're going to ask you 10 quick questions. Try to answer as quickly as you can. We'll try to ask them as quickly as we can. And at the end of it, if, uh, we'll check with the judges and you'll either get all the points or none of the points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the judges are the cats.
1: (laughs) We haven't really decided. (laughs) I don't really know. (laughs) We don't tend to win. (laughs) 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 All right. So when is your next run?
0: Uh tomorrow
1: okay. uh how long is your next one?
0: uh seven k
1: Do you prefer running at morning or night or midday
0: uh after work on a Saturday, it would be a morning run.
2: Knowing that you don't necessarily listen to music, what would be your running anthem?
0: Um, if you did listen If I did listen to music when I ran, it would be a Bob Marley song
1: uh what what drink are you going to have after your run after your 6 hour run
0: <laughs> that's easy a margarita
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh how far do you think you're going to get on the 6 hours
0: my goal is 24 to 42 kilometers and i'm really hoping for 42 nice in a, that is my secret goal that no one else is supposed to know.
2: Until Sunday morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Edit. <laughs> uh, what snack would you like to see at the race? Pickles. <laughs> is there any
2: special requests you'd like to see for the race other than pickles?
0: <laughs> um, A bathroom.
1: Okay, we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Outside of the Northwest Territories, is uh, is there? Do you have a favorite spot you've ever run in, or a favorite town?
0: Um, last or two seasons ago, our curling team was in Cornwall, or Cornwall, Ontario, right on the St. Lawrence, and it was beautiful in September, and we had the most amazing run along the paths in Cornwall, Ontario.
1: Nice.
2: What's your dream race?
0: Um, okay, here's a good... Let's see if you'll consider this. This might make me lose the game. My <laughs> dream race, and I'll put it in air quotations, is the Walk of Santiago.
2: Oh, yeah, that counts. Okay. It's, I mean, you, you walk, you could run. Yeah, that's is, is like this a my... pilgrimage? Yeah. Yeah
0: that is like number one on my bucket list and if we weren't in covid um times i would have done it last year
2: oh cool that's yeah, like other people have said a similar oh okay yeah. well the same one.
0: Oh, that's yeah. funny cool. yeah
1: cool. i think that's 10 well it is yeah <laughs> so we'll just consult with the judges well it's close is it nail biting i'm a nail lighter i think you win yeah you got all the points (laughs) thank you very much for coming and it's a great chat i really enjoyed this yeah thank you we look forward to running with you and yeah we'll be cheering you on and i'll make sure there are some pickles (laughs) at the race (laughs) (laughs) thank you thanks see ya yeah that's funny